Welcome to the Brown University Executive Master Podcast Series. Professor Joachim Kruger's expertise lies in the psychology of strategic reasoning and behavior. But a couple years ago, he veered off course to explore the psychology of creativity. He asked, what is the mystical force in our psyches that enables us to transcend the known to discover the unknown? In this podcast, Professor Kruger shares his conclusion that creativity emerges from the dialectical interplay between opposing forces and how this struggle serves as the elixir of creativity. He also discusses the relevance of understanding the psychology of creativity to the cultivation of innovation in today's knowledge economy. You, about a year and a half ago, wrote an article called Dialectics of Creativity, and I was wondering if you'd tell us the story behind um, this article, why you decided to write it, and how it came out in this Italian publication, later translated into English. Thank you, Joe. I'm happy to tell you. Uh, the article was the product of my uh, first time teaching a freshman seminar on the psychology of creativity. So it connects with the teaching experience that I had, reviewing the literature that's about spans 100 years, um, reviewing that with the students. And I have not done any research on creativity myself. Most of my research is in judgment, decision-making, strategic behavior. But that also connects with creativity, actually, as I found out. Um, I wrote the article because what I saw confirmed in my reading was that the literature is a bit chaotic, chaotic in a good way. It's very diverse, uh, but we don't have a master theory of creativity in psychology like um, economists have a master theory, game theory of how people interact. Uh, we don't have an analog there. There are all kinds of bits and pieces floating around that are very interesting, uh, but they don't cohere very well. And I was looking for a framework, at least a preliminary heuristic framework to give some coherence uh, uh, to the area for myself and for the students. So I ended up with this concept of dialectics, which expresses the idea that there are conflicting forces. So it may seem like a dilemma or a conflict at first, but um, then you realize you need the tension between conflicting forces to come to a higher place, a synthesis, if you wish, between thesis and antithesis. And uh, that's what I found to be true for uh, creativity for the issue of creativity. I'll give you one example of these various dialectics. It's the dialectic between um, learning skills and gaining expertise, technical, conceptual expertise, behavioral expertise in an area of choice, professional, intellectual, what have you. Uh, mastering the tools of the trade at this time in history, in this place, and then transcending it. And it's a dialectic because it may not go well. So you could become an expert painter, an expert program, an expert whatever, and you, you do very well expertly what everybody else has been doing, but there's no innovation. And um, we think of this in mystical terms, how we transcend, how we come from mastery of the known to the discovery of the unknown. Uh, the the uh, metaphor that I use, if you want to think out of the box, you have to have the box and master the box and understand the box first. Otherwise, you'd be floating in a nomad's land. And that's the creative act. So um, you have to, I love the way you put that, the mastery of, um, uh, uh, mastery of, a, of, of a trade in order to discover um, something beyond it, to, to push it to a new limit, to, 
you have to be able to see the box to be able to go beyond the box. That that's that's sort of the idea. Um, so you in this paper you explore the concept of creativity, and then you're going to do this, I gather, in the course that you're going to be teaching in the Executive Master in Science and Technology Leadership Program. Tell me how, as 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 a professional who seeks to um, lead innovation in companies, why does it help me to have a better understanding of creativity? If I want to build a culture of innovation, why does it help me to explore or unpack this concept of creativity? Because creativity is the psychological capacity that makes innovation possible. And it's worthwhile spending time exploring that and practicing it, because if we don't, we just think it's some mysterious thing. A muse talks to us and we wake out and wake up and there's this kind of inspiration where we can't account for it. What uh, many people don't realize is that we have behavioral tools that can nudge us in the direction of being more creative. So there's, again, there's practice and practice sounds boring and mechanical, but there's also practice of the kind of behavior that will lead to new kinds of behavior. So psychologists often distinguish between big C creativity and little c creativity. Big C creativity is Stephen Jobs and Leonardo da Vinci and Einstein. And you think of the select few who had this great minds, great brains, genetic perhaps, and we admire them, but we can't do that. And most of us can't. and, but little c, the everyday kind of creativity, is not something entirely different. It's just a smaller c, but uh, it has some of the same psychological properties. And so in class, what I do with students and what I plan to do with master students is to get them into the practice of little c, which means to experiment with behavior. I tell my students always, why is creativity not a given? Why do we think there is more of it in in there with us and how do we bring it out? Why isn't it already happening on its own? So there are barriers to creativity and the two big ones in my view are uh, fear and habit. Fear of being evaluated, fear of failing and habit of you know things we've done and they will have been reasonably successful so why fix it if it ain't broke? And with experimentation and the expectation that the realization of things may go badly or wrong or not as hoped if we get into a habit of experimenting in small ways, then we have the seeds for greater steps that will accrue in the future. And I gather in the course, you plan to work with students to um, see how this kind of habit of experimentation can be um, fostered in companies to help create uh, more creative, innovative work cultures. Is, is that correct? I see that as a possibility, but not as a must. I realize that companies vary greatly in the culture that they already have, and I would be very careful not to advocate radical changes, revolutionary changes. They may work, but they're extremely risky. So uh, I'm of a more conservative school of thought to work in increments. Understanding the culture that you have, and if you want to make it more creative, uh, what can you do? Uh, The people that I'll be talking with will be management entrepreneurial types. So that be located closer to the top. Um, and uh, they will have learned a bit about themselves, how to become creative. And then for them to see that their team, how and if and how they want to encourage the team to be more creative, how will they do that? And are they sure that they will not feel threatened by it? 
because there is an issue of control and giving up control over uh, the team. That's a secondary psychological barrier. That's not a barrier within, I want to be more creative, but I'm fearful and full of habits, so I'm not going to do it. Now you are in an interpersonal group context where managers, entrepreneurs want to delegate or enable or facilitate creativity. And uh, that involves another issue that I will teach a module on, which is interpersonal trust. And I'm particularly concerned with the question of direction of trust. It's bi-directional in interpersonal contexts, but virtually all the literature you see is how can we get the employees to be more trusting with respect to their bosses? And there's hardly anything at all about how bosses might be more trustful with respect to the employee when we already know that's incredibly important and the best way to instill trust one of the best, maybe the best way to instill trust is to pay it forward and trust in the other. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To learn more about Brown University's Executive Master Programs, please visit brown.edu slash executive.